Well, welcome back to Qualified Dropouts, everyone. We are here with some amazing people. Oh my yes. gosh, Audrey. It's Mason. good to be back. Yeah. It's Dude, good to it's, be been, back. it's been a while. Yeah. Mason has been on the channel before, but we wanted to get his girlfriend on, Audrey. Yeah, first time here. Thanks for having us, guys. Dude, y'all have... First off, I just want to say, y'all have a great home. Oh, like, we love it. Thank you. We do love our home. I like, came into like, the place and I just felt at peace. Like, this oh, place is so <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm like, dude, this is like chill. You know what? We're going to go back to our apartment and be like, Asher, we need to You know what's so funny is I walked in and I'm like really anal about when people come over because I'm a girl. So like I light candles and everything has to be perfect. And I walked in, I'm like, it smells like pork. I walk upstairs. I'm like, there's blankets that are on the floor. Like, why did we not pick it up? So I appreciate that. I'm glad it felt homey. Maybe that helped to make it feel more homey and not like stiff. A little messiness. Our place is a mess. Well, we can clean it today, but it's just our couch. We paid a hundred bucks for a couch, another couch, and two coffee tables. Wow. It's oh, that's what, a bargain, what, though. Yeah, it's, that's no, a it's, bargain. it's like a true couches. $100 setup. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not nice. It's one of those fraternity couches that you see on, like, the porches. On yes. Yes. It's, it's those type of... Was it Facebook Marketplace? Wait, yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It was. Oh, they're like, two for one. We're like... <laughs> Game so over. Our apartment was too small compared to our last place where we had like an extra two-seater couch and we couldn't put it in the apartment because it was yeah. too small. So we put it on our balcony and we get an email. They're like, they're like well, there's, you can only have uh, porch furniture out there. You can't have a yeah. couch. Oh, we're like, oh my wait, God. this was porch furniture in college. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I had a treadmill out on my porch. And oh, oh my. Literally, the, you were, yeah, yes, you were you there. Did. I had to call him because there was a, there was a police that was standing there. Oh, that looking, was at our apartment in Telfair. Yes, yeah. looking through the window waiting for me to take wow. it out because I got a call from the leasing center. You need to take that off your balcony. And then there was policemen staring, like looking through the window waiting until wow. I took it off. So I had to call him. I'm like, I can't do this on my own. But um, this guy is like literally stalking me through my window. This, yeah. this yeah. cop. This police officer. So don't put a treadmill on your window. Well, that's I'm actually kind of on your balcony. Note to self. Yeah. I don't think that looks bad, does it? At a treadmill? I think, I think it's, it's a, a safety thing. Uh, that's um, we I had a build your balconies a little better i guess yeah <laughs> we had a couch on our porch in college dude homeless people would sleep there all the time really? <laughs> we'd walk out yeah. oh. 7 8 a.m we'd be like dude get off of our porch oh, an, uh, like on porch? your porch because yeah. in, in knoxville dude that. homelessness is like huge there. oh yeah and we were right next down to uh wow. like the downtown area a bunch of bridges mm. yeah. up there sleep oh, on my couch prime knoxville Bro. tennessee that that's yeah. Oh my God. No yeah. shit. I'm Prime location. Yeah. yeah. You're Tampa. I am from Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Vero Beach. I'm yeah. like State Road 60. Right, right across. Hometown. Yeah. I love Vero Beach area. Yeah. yeah. Florida. Florida is a good old place. Yeah. So nice. It is. <laughs> well, we got a lot to dive into. First off, I wanted to talk about you, Audrey. That's the first thing I want to talk okay, about. Cool. I feel like a spotlight. Um, so from uh, <laughs> Mason, so yeah, we already, already talked talk to him. So <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to him later. Uh, so like your story. Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I feel like everybody, everybody always starts with like the fitness side of things. And so like we could start there, but um, I feel like my, I always talk about, we'll start actually more from like the present. Cause I feel like it is, it's more relevant obviously, but um, I've always been very two-sided with like, I work really hard, but I play really hard. So even from my history, like I would get really good grades and, you know, I was good in sports, but like, I really liked to party and go out and have a good time. And so my whole life I've had that very like different dichotomy. So it all started from going and, and being a cheerleader and being in sports. And then eventually I, you get out and you 
start to gain weight because you yeah. start to eat good food and you start to drink and you're introduced to all these things. Yeah. And so then I started um, gaining weight and then I got into lifting and then it just kind of took off from there. I eventually went on to be a personal trainer at Crunch. Um, I don't know gotcha. if you know. Yeah, yeah nice. Crunch. Yeah. Um, and I learned sales there at 19. Okay. And I didn't learn how to coach, but I learned how to do sales. Um, and, but the way that I learned was to basically look really good so that I could sell all the men when I would sit in front of them at a table. Wow. I was more confident in being able to like sell a guy than I was like, you know, an overweight woman who was already insecure. I felt, I just didn't feel, mm -hmm. I don't know. It just was harder for me to sell that. Yeah. Um, so I learned sales through that, I guess. And I had a lot of male clients who basically just turned to therapy sessions <laughs> and me talking and them being weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there was a lot of that. Okay. Um, yeah. But um, so then that lasted, what, maybe eight months. You make like very crap money. They yeah, take maybe 60% of mm -hmm. your profits. Yep. And I was still in school. So I was working freaking 5 a.m. And I lived 30 minutes away, 5 a.m. Up until like I would have clients until like 10 p.m. So it was miserable wow. going to right. school. I was it was a grind. Trainer for a little yeah. bit. Dude, that's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> wow. Along with school, you just have to work out and you're like, yes. Right. And then yeah. you're just trying to squeeze in in between clients. And like, I will never forget <sighs> this. I had these two friends that joined together and said it was already cheaper because they got a deal. And I was fucking exhausted. It was like day seven of just like five to 10. And, um, and this one, and I was just trying to like kill them. You know, I'm like just trying to do circuits, like just get yeah. in and out, like get the most out of this 30 minute workout. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and next thing you know, this guy looks at me, he's like, and I was like, no, no. And he just throws up all over himself, all over the machine. Oh. It's 10. <laughs> the workers that would, the, the maintenance Clean people there, gone. 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 Cause yeah. they're, we're about oh, to close. Oh no. The worst. So <laughs> here I am at 10 PM. I gotta be back here at five again. And so I gotta be up at like 3.34. And so I'm just sitting there mopping up just like fucking. So that oh. was like the last straw where I was like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. No, in person sucks. It's I did so it. Bad. My mm -hmm. average clientele. So I had a very my oh, average my. age at the gym I was at was sixty five. Sixty five. Average Where were you age. Freaking like anytime you're, fitness. No, or? it's called Christie's. It was like a small. Oh. I mean, it was it was large. They actually got bought by Town Sport International, which they have a bunch of gyms. Okay. But um, yeah, it was just a retirement home. And like, cause I just <laughs> oh, did that's Florida. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like my yeah. town is like an old person town. Yeah, a lot of money, but like, yes. so the money was decent. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I just, my youngest client was 42. My oldest was 72. Jeez. Um, so my workouts would be sit to stand. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. And I'm yes. like, this is so horrible. Like, this is so miserable. Yeah, no, it's not a good time. And it's, it's just not. like, they want to talk to you because I'm young and they just talk yeah. to me. And I'm like, like see what's I mean, going on in your life and what's and happening. You're just yeah. here to talk to yeah. you at that point. It's yeah. just all physical mm. therapy, too. Frozen shoulders, yeah. back. Like it's rewarding. Yep. But yeah, it's not. I had the coolest transformation. This guy, he was a, a Navy SEAL um, and he had like double knee replacement. Like, they had to cut off like three inches of his femur to like oh, reattach wow. his Jesus it was a nasty Christ. surgery yeah. uh parkinson's a bunch of other things in the first session he couldn't even walk to me i had to go grab him and like walk and then the last session uh he i made him walk like, he would walk across the gym eventually like didn't need me or hold on to anything because he had parkinson's so you can't really yeah, move. Right. Yep. um and then i got him to deadlift 135 pounds he was able to wow. do five pull-ups and like do Damn. a bunch of different things and he like almost started crying because i never thought i could do this again because yeah. right. he used to be this badass like Navy yeah. SEAL yeah. just could do anything, and then now he's, like, crippled and couldn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. So wow, then he was able amazing. to and everything. And yeah. that, that's, 
that's like the they're reality. almost yes. more rewarding yes. to work with people like that just yeah. because like they've seen a lot of life they've mm-hmm. experienced mm-hmm. like what it is to feel good and they've lost that and then you can yeah. give that back to them so yeah. i will say i had i had a mix of people i had like younger girls and i had mainly younger girls and then i would have my fair share of creepy men um and that was that but that yeah. was the final straw those yeah. the, they threw up and i was like one of them did not both god thank god that would have been bad but they the one guy threw up and i was like all right um, i have one week i'm putting it in and then um i had hired a coach myself online at this time i wanted to do a competition and so i realized like holy it was nick medina um and i was like he's fucking crushing it and the um his assistant coach or head coach chelsea stewart um she was also working with me in person and she was a client of his and then he hired her as an assistant coach and i just saw how many clients she started having at one point i think she worked her way up to 130 as an assistant coach wait what the nuts she's yeah, she's insane. Well, well, following her like way before she blew up because then i started like taking off and doing oh a she's a killer of, yeah. she's on her own she now her own with her now, right? with yeah. her um husband they crush it too yeah. but she's a great coach like yeah. okay, through okay. and through a great coach mm-hmm. she like just always is posting about her clients yeah. like it is her entire life mm-hmm. um so it shows you know people. yeah she gets a ton of referrals since yeah it's so just, it's, that's right. too much in my, yeah. in my mind yeah. it's just too much she up to like 30 yeah like, 30 i'm yeah. like oh god that's a lot <laughs> i'm on my check-in days i'm like two, yeah. it's like two to three days long and i'm like this. Oh. yeah it's like two to yeah. three and then i have like, to go like eight to eight and i'm like okay. and then i have to go like bust them out oh my and then i have to go like record because i do like loom and so i record their app and everything and i sit down and just check in with them and i'm like from, I wake up and I just start my check-ins. I just grind. I, I don't eat. Like, yeah. I really don't yeah. eat. <laughs> like, I'll start eating until like 2 p.m. I'm like, is this your first meal? And you're like, yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, bullish right now. So I have to eat 3,800 calories. Oh. And I'm oh. like, Stuffing all this yeah. food in. I'll be oh up to like 11 or 12 just in their peanut butter jar with oh. my protein shake. And I'm like, this is so yeah. good. I'm, I'm in bed at like 1.30 and then I hear the stove turn. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Ian's still awake. <laughs> it's like eating. I'm like, this is oh, horrible. That's amazing. But yeah. I would not trade it for going back to in It yeah. is so, oh, yeah. the best it's so much. Or online is so much um, better. Yeah. But that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious. Like, because you did a show. You did a show? I did. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I don't actually. I don't think I really know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know anything. So this, we're about to get good right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're, yeah. Gonna, yeah. yeah. we're gonna loop back around. I I've followed Mason for like years yeah. now. Yeah. I followed him way back before yeah. I even got into social media. So yeah. it's just, it's actually still kind of like funny. Yeah. Like it's just weird. It's yeah. Just, we'll work our way up to when we met, and I'm sure he's yeah. talked about yeah, that yeah. before too. Um So, anyways, I started working with Nick, and and I worked with him for probably about two years. And he's, he's a great coach and he showed me a lot of like the potential that I had and I didn't know that I had. And so I thought I was going to, I hired him and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start competing now. You know how that works. He's like, you're going to have like a year and a half of reversing. And I was like, fuck. So that was the first reverse I had ever done. Um, there was like a mini cut thrown in there, but I had, I really started to get serious about macro tracking. Then before then I had done keto. I had done intermittent fasting. I had like tried to eat as little as possible, all those fad diets. Mm. Um, and then I got into macro tracking and then eventually, um, I competed after working with him for, I think two and a half years and I competed in bikini. Um, and that was the first, and it was through COVID. So Mm. I'm trying to think of, I, I had a nine month prep. So I started oh, dieting. It was wow, very I bad. I was like six or seven. Yeah, nine, nine was. Oh, like I feel like anything for a dude is, like longer than like dude, four months. Like my that's. second show, I don't post photos of it. It's embarrassing. <laughs> like my my coach, I'm not name names, but <laughs> I look. I was like a water buffalo. Really? Yeah, yeah my yeah. T- I could. F- I felt just like your a girl. hormones like and your cortisol oh, was probably that's through the, the roof worst. At that yeah, point. it was like a water. I, I placed 
luckily because I was decent at posing. Yeah. Right. So like everyone else up there was trash at posing. So I was able to place. But if I had the condition I had my first show, like yeah. I would have probably gotten at least second. Yeah. Or done um, a hell of a lot better and yeah. felt better up there. While oh, you were I, too. I felt I was miserable. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, it's that's, bad. that's a long prep. Nine, Nine months. months. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't just because of COVID. Like we had a show planned for maybe a month or two prior. So it was still going to be a seven to eight month prep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like, I had stubborn body fat. Like I had uh, up top, I was like ready probably three months in. And then my wow. lower half was just so stubborn to get my tie-ins in. So anyways, it was a nine-month prep. Um, so I competed in September of 2020 at a regional, like a local show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I placed second. And so I went on to nationals at my second mm, oh show. Wow. Um, and then I went September to November. So I was already like at like 50 carb, 35 fat, one... Poverty macros. 40, 130 protein <laughs> for like a month. And then I had to prepare until November for my national show. So it was like just gritty, just oh, mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. Um, Tell you what, low carb. I would when I my final weeks was eighty five. We got down like seventy carb yeah. and like and like forty fat. It's like barely anything. Zero carb was easier than that because you yeah, get a taste of like, carbs oh, and yes. you're like just a little bit more. Yeah. I, know, I know. At least you can like cut it off and you just you're, it's like it's not yeah, even it's like, on the menu, yeah. Yeah. so you don't even think Pure about protein, it. Pure protein, like it's fine. But once yeah. you get a taste of those carbs, you're like. I know. Well, so I will say I didn't have my carbs were coming from vegetables. So I was still counting veggies. I was still counting sauces um, and like little extra additives. So that's where my carbs were coming from. Creamer and my coffee. It wasn't coming from you want to. She was there. You were there through it all. Oh, man. How did did she do? Oh, man. Um, So, yeah. So it was very low calorie. All of that, of course. Um, And then I competed in November, but I had met him at Summer Shredding that October. Mm -hmm. So a month after of 2020, a month after me doing my first show, I met him. He was competing, obviously, in Summer Shredding. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually in, left this out, I was in a five-year relationship (laughs) at this point. So I had been in a long-term. I didn't know that. Yeah, very committed relationship um, to a guy that I met in high school. (laughs) 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 And um, it was just not, he was a great guy, but um, I was like the the motivator, (laughs) Uh the like, the go-getter. I basically just convinced myself that I was always going to be the breadwinner of my relationship. That's awesome. There you go. um, And, and I had just kind of like accepted that Mm because I was like, I'm never going to meet somebody who's going to be as much like driven as I am. I just didn't, because I thought if they were, they're going to be a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. We're (laughs) going to dive into that in a little bit. Um, But like I associated them with like douchebags who thought that they had it all. They were like show offs and I didn't want that. Like I needed somebody humble. So anyways, met him and um obviously everything changed but he got up on stage and i was literally before i even met him i was like when i go back i need to end this it's just not working i feel bad because for the last year i'd been checked out and we were just Mm -hmm. at that point it was like friends and we lived together and never Mm -hmm. saw each other um so i'd already planned to and i was like i can't wait to be single it's been five years like (laughs) i'm now in i was still obviously still very young yeah. Um, How old were you? 22? 22 when I met 22? him. Yeah. So 21 when I met you, and then you turned 22. When December, you, yeah, when yeah, she, yeah. When we first met in October, um, we like it was just like super chill, because I was also talking to somebody that I was like dating from San Diego at the time. I met this person um, in like July, visited her early August. When I went, went out there in early August, not to get into any of the details, but she was like still seeing somebody didn't tell me about it. Mm. I went out there and this, like this whole thing was like Mm. blowing up. Mm. So then I came back and then like (laughs) eventually just like was like, you know, she came back to Chicago Mm. in September 
And then it was like just still kind of weird because there was weird things going on. There was like people she was like seeing. People, like I don't, it was just very. I was very naive at the time because I hadn't even engaged in conversation or cared to look for one in like probably two or three years to that point. Yeah. So uh, then I met her in like literally October 10th and came home from that trip and then told the girl that I was talking to in San Diego about like a couple days, like a couple days later, I was like, yeah, I just don't think this is like, mm. no, what are we doing yeah. here? Yeah. Like, so she was supposed to be there. She, she, yeah, she was supposed to actually be at Summer Shredding, oh. like, to see my show. Yeah, and she didn't show up. I was up. like, yeah, come out. Like, you can meet, like, some of my good friends here in Houston. And then she got, like, sick and got COVID or something. And then... <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. So she got sick, couldn't make it out. Um, I was like, all right, whatever. And then, obviously, things happened to unfold the way that they would have. Otherwise, if I was with somebody else, you... It would have Same. never, never happened. Yeah. yeah, if I was still um, in my committed relationship, it obviously wouldn't have happened. Yeah. But I was so checked out. But I did not want a relationship. You know, I was like, I know. Yeah. an eye off. Yeah. So how did that go? You don't want a relationship, and then and then I mean, it happened. Shoot him a DM. Or? <laughs> yeah. Well, I couldn't. Like it's you know when you meet somebody, and I I feel like I have a good reading on people. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I just had this like draw too much on so stupid because I never believed in that. Like I never hey. believed in soulmates. <laughs> I never I didn't believe in soulmates. I didn't rib. believe in like love at first sight. I just was like, that's so dumb. Yeah. Um but then I uh, saw him up on stage and I was with my best friend Carly and um I was like that's gonna be my next boyfriend. <laughs> like literally no way. claimed him when I the first time I saw him, everyone's like cheering for him that I knew. Like Nick was there, um, everyone was cheering for him, and I'm like, "Who is that?" And I kept like asking people, and I felt weird because I don't even do that. Like yeah. I, I didn't even really care, but I did for some reason. And um, I always explain this to like, "You're so my type now," but he was not mm-hmm. my type at the time. Yeah. I liked like dark hair, mm-hmm. like very yeah. like dark beard. Um, but I was just like drawn to him, and then. We went to an after party, just Chad's or Beyond Build's after party, and I went up and I talked to him because I'm a very outspoken person, so I like I, I was gonna shoot my shot and just like talk to him. And um, then from there, I think I went to go say bye, and I was like, God, I hope he asked for my number. I hope he asked for something. But if he doesn't, I'm not gonna do it. And then he's like, Yeah, what's your Instagram? And I was like, Fuck yeah. And then I, <laughs> I gave him my Instagram, and then I was the one that slid in the DMs. Actually, oh no way. Over time, I would like comment on his story something small it was like back in like at first wait so is is that the cue is what the cue the like a girl that slides in says like oh something 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 about your story like it depends on like how yeah how often it is but like i don't know from a girl's intention like it could be i wouldn't do that unless i had unless like you have history with somebody or like your friends maybe you know you you hang out mutually with people then i don't know it's hard to say but yeah i would say typically if there's Somebody you just kind of met, it's fresh, yeah. there's some spark there, mm-hmm. you're getting some DMs coming through, yeah. you might have okay, something to investigate yeah. there a little bit. So, yeah. I don't know, when she initially sent me, she sent me a DM the morning after, and she was like, hey, I'm going to like Alphaland to like train one Alpha more time. Alpha at the time. Alpha yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm going to train one more time before I leave, and I was like, ah, I won't be able to make it, you know. I, I, was I, I said something, it was gym. like, it was like, you know. Maybe our, like almost like maybe our paths will cross you at some point. You did say that. You Something like that. So well, because wow. I was still kind of yeah, talking cold. to somebody else and I wasn't like fully like, yeah. there yet. I know. And then I was, I was like, I'm gonna leave this open. Whatever. Went back to Chicago and then we started like kind of a little bit here through Instagram stories. This um, and then we kind of like picked up a little bit. 
And then there was the, there's a song like the, that we kind of hold very near and dear. So this is, so do you guys know who, what, what the fuck's his name? Bryson Tiller? Do you guys know who Bryson Tiller yeah. is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's this song called uh, The Last Interlude, I think it's called. Just Another Interlude. Just Another Interlude. Okay. So there's this part in the song, whatever, great song, part in the song where it's, where it says. Uh, pray you get that job in pray Tampa. Pray you get that job in Tampa or just like whatever it is, like has no relation, like mm. job, whatever, but the Tampa part. And like I was like in Chicago, I was like, oh, it's like a beautiful <laughs> yeah, day you're today. Still in Tampa, right? And like yeah. I put this song in there. She happened to be listening to a lot of um, Bryson Tiller at the time. Yeah, and then like, like I, was she, I dropped listening. that in there, and like we kind of sprinkled back and forth. But like she knew, she's like, oh, did like I was like, wait, hold on, is this a cue? Yeah, I was like, like, I'm gonna, he, and it like, was like five a.m. I think that you had posted. We were both early birds, and um, he posted like the view of his apartment, which was insane. And I like love the city too, and I was like, oh, I want to go visit too. And so wow. I reached out, and I was like. Um, I forget what I said. Like that view's insane, but in my head, I'm like, "Are you get that job in Tampa?" Okay, so I'm gonna yeah. keep pursuing lightly and tread the water lightly there. But eventually, back and forth, I, 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 I forget what I said. But you posted. You were like modeling at the time. Somewhat. I was like doing like I was creating like TikToks, but they were just like because my cousin was a videographer, and we were in the city making TikToks, and like we take cool pictures, mm-hmm. and I do like a cool little intro, like oh, I have my little like jacket on, and like maybe throw some sunglasses, it was like, just like, yeah. shit like that. And like the song was something <laughs> like, I forget what it was. It was the Arizona song. Um, oh, by, oh, uh, it was Arizona, like, uh, fuck my life, or. Yeah, baby come fuck my life up. It was like something, FML something. by Arizona. Okay, I don't know, yeah. it was, it was yeah. actually you know a good song. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably, if you, if I played it, it, you would, hear, you would know it. or something? I don't know. Now yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. it was a good song, but um, the, I took my shot there, and I was like, I volunteer as tribute, and uh, wow. Then <laughs> he, yeah, 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 I was like, I, I volunteer, and then um, I think from there he was I, like, you realize. Yeah, and then right? we were just going back and forth, and then there was like one. I forgot. There was like one like thing that was like funny to us at the time. It was we we were only going through Instagram at the time, and it was like um, it was like I asked for like your number or, yeah. or like snapchat or something and and, I, and it was like oh like which one do you want and and i think i said or you said like i want both they're like I said I something want like both, that something, something cheesy or corny like that but looking back it was like hilarious yeah so our dms are cringy like, now yeah. when we think about it yeah but, yeah. but <laughs> it um, was yeah so that's yeah that's how it started that was kind of history yeah. um and then two weeks later i flew out to see him and i was two weeks out from my national show and we ordered Chick-fil-A. We got insomnia cookies. I had a cupcake. It was, yeah, right before, like two weeks. I was at that point at nine months in, I'm checked out. I'm like, I just met somebody who I could potentially be with for the rest of my life. And I've never felt that way before. So I don't give a shit what I'm eating and I'm going to have a good time in Chicago. I felt amazing. I felt (laughs) amazing. Next workout the next day. Oh my God. It was fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. I had to do like 45 minutes of stairs the next morning on like, three days yeah, that we had together right. but yeah. anyway yeah. so that's how we met past that point i have my master's in exercise science um and i'm really passionate about like hormones and stuff now because i went through a whole other journey now that we've been together we moved to chicago briefly i went through a crazy like hormone imbalance which i had never experienced mm-hmm. to this extent mm-hmm. um and so it made me very passionate about like what we do now and why mm-hmm. we incorporate it into what we do because not only can you literally barely lose body fat if you have all these issues but like you're inflamed you can have depression you can have anxiety and so that was a challenge within our relationship within itself yeah um and now we're past that point and then we move move back to houston obviously we created our business over a year and a half ago and things are great um not over a year and a half ago a little over a year though 
uh, like 14, 15 14, months 15 ago. months, 15 yeah, months. almost a year and a half. And you were already doing yeah. coaching before you guys joined, I was, right? yeah. There's so yeah. many different avenues about like where you start from, yeah. you know, of like my life. But um, mm-hmm. I was an assistant coach under Nick for okay. about a year, I want to say. And I learned a lot under them. Um, so I learned, um, you know, more about obviously how to be a better coach. But since he was my coach for a while, I was like able to kind of pass what he learned on to my clients. And I got up to a point of 65 clients, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was and like money was very good, you know, yeah. and at the time he had his business going. Um, and so we were both doing online coaching and it was, it worked out. So I was able to actually keep some clients who was nice enough to do that. Um, keep some of my clients that were my direct leads. Mm-hmm. Um, with me, so I brought about like almost close to thirty clients oh, wow. directly yeah. um, to our business, yeah. and it was easy. And then once we launched our business, we talk about it all the time. I had like so many women that were in there that had never heard of some of the offers that we were doing. Mm. It was always like apply to coaching, throwing my link up, and now mm. all of a sudden it's like we're giving coaching away for free, or we're going to do this challenge. And it was just mm. like so many women that have even been from like high school that were just like so eager to do mm. something, and then. So yeah. we that's something success. that's something I want to talk about. Uh, all right. So that's the next thing I want to dive into, because y'all run a lot of offers. We do. And, yeah. um, one thing that Ian and I have been talking about a lot is a lot of people want the money before they're actually giving anything. Yeah. So when y'all run an offer, how do y'all know what to run specifically? And this is a free offer too. Yeah. So it, it, it typically just varies on where we're at and how, what we've run in the past. So for us, we will only typically cycle between three types of offers, like a, a training that's like a webinar, show up for one to three days, a free challenge, which is two to four weeks long, or we'll give away a scholarship in terms of free coaching. So with the scholarship, the buy-ins like, hey, we're going to give two or even three six-month coaching packages away. Mm-hmm. Um, challenges, we'll give away some cash prizes and some stuff during the three weeks, but we'll also give a $1,000 grand prize to the winner. Um, and then a webinar is very similar in terms of like, we'll give away a bunch of prizes, Fitbits and shit like that, or maybe like yeah. $300 in cash. And on the back end, maybe give them a free month of coaching to like, offers up something to get someone to book a call. So in terms of what we run and when we run it, it typically just varies. Like we ran a scholarship at the beginning of the year and we were in a flow last year where it was like offer two weeks off, offer again, two weeks off, offer again. And it's yeah. easy. Yeah, no, I saw you. you because I was, so y'all were running was offers like, like every mm-hmm. fucking yeah. week. And I'm like, and the thing like, is, how, how important is giving? For, for free. How important is oh, that? Oh, I think it's everything. Y'all? It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you, were you going to add on to that? Well, I was going to say, not, j- and we can talk about like the offers and how yeah, yeah. it can both be a negative thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think as far as like how important is like giving, I think it's more important to do like showing up on your stories and not necessarily having it be like, hey, you have to enroll in this challenge. Our challenge is still amazing and we give so much free value. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a huge way that we give back, but also like literally just, you know, we've read some people's blood work for free and we've wow. been able like gone back and forth in the DMs and I'm telling people like, Hey, you should do this and that. And like, so I think that is more important than just always doing offers. Um, 
you know, because the offers, to be honest, are also a way that we're able to yeah. make more money and bring more leads in. So it's, it goes both ways. Um, but I think like giving without the expectation is something that we have a started exactly. to get more into and like mm-hmm. really just accept because when you give somebody all this information and they don't even care to book a call, it's frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, right. you just took up so much of my time, mm-hmm. my very valuable time, but you, you have to start to get away from that. And like, mm-hmm. maybe one day they they'll buy, or maybe they won't. And like, they'll refer you or maybe they never will. And karma's going to come back. Exactly. That's, that's the yeah. exact, um, segue. When I, what I wanted to go into was how, how do you switch that mindset from giving and then having zero expectation for them to give anything back mm. to you? Because that, that just happened to me. Um, as of recently, and I wanted to get y'all's perspective on it. Like even last night, um, this guy, um, he has, he has my phone number cause he was like an old, old client of mine. He shot me a text and he was like, Hey man, like I need to talk to you. And I was like, well, dude, yeah, of course. Shoot me a right. call. Right. And he was like, all right, how much? And I'm like, how much <laughs> what? And he was like, I want to pay you. And I'm like, no, like mm, just yeah. call me. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll be here, bro. Yeah. We talked for like 55 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. and, um, like I didn't, I didn't expect him to give anything to me, um, and it's like that mindset for me shifted about three to four months ago. But how did that shift for for y'all's company in specific? Yeah, it started to shift more as we started to put more emphasis on like we're building something that is more than just mm-hmm. what we can do in inside thirty days. Mm-hmm. So like that changed and, and our perspective around like how much we, we make in 30 days also shifted in the past couple months. Yeah. Mm. Um, pretty much like since we, we were on the podcast last time, October towards the end of the year, October, November were like really weird months for us. There was like mm-hmm. a lot of weird shit going on. Um, we're like revenue came down a little bit. Things came up in December, but it gave us a lot of perspective on like, like, cause when like you have months that kind of take a dip like you typically feel like a shittier person just yeah. now, like mm-hmm. you feel like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, no, like my business yeah. is shit like where can Pursuit I where can I cut expenses like, like no exactly 100% like everyone yeah. feels that you go everyone into scarcity mode like yeah. immediately yeah 100% yeah. so like our like our, we put ourselves in the perspective like okay like you know granted we might not always have like the record-breaking month or this and that so like we shouldn't have to focus so much on trying to throw out offers and trying to like because you know, it's it's exhausting. Like, granted, like we can run offers as much as we did last year, and probably make more money than we did last year, mm-hmm. and you know have you know seven figure run rate months consistently. But it's going to be fatiguing. It's yeah. exhausting. We're yeah. burning through our audience consistently. Yeah. Yeah. We're having to keep up with more consistent content that's getting more eyeballs to our stuff. Or we can take a step back, realize that like put more focus into other projects and other buckets put more focus into our team and building out and improving our systems and product, which is always going to continuously change. And just like realizing that, you know, we're content, like even if like like literally if we break even in terms of us living expenses, paying out our payroll on our, on our team throughout the entire year, we are still fine and our life changes zero yeah so we had like, to get out of that like, scarcity mode because we're like why yeah. are we yeah. stressing like yeah yeah that's no, that and from mm-hmm. i mean because obviously we told about like last year kind of told you what happened um going to this year that was like, a big switch for me. i'm like you know what i'm sick of chasing i'm yeah. sick of it like right. i just need to feel happy yeah. right so i was like you know if i just make enough to cover all my expenses cool 
Right. That's fine. I'll do it. If I have to do some Uber Eats to pay some debt, whatever. Sure. Like, I really don't even care. Yeah, of course. Um, and I think bringing that, gen- like, just being so genuine now and, like, just trying to help people. I don't even right. care. I give away, like, free programs. And I give away free nutrition guides. Yep. I mean, just talk about it. And then I go on live on TikTok, and I just talk to them, and they ask me, like, I've been doing this. And I'm like, oh, just yep. do this. I yep. have people who are 400 pounds, and they're like, I'm like, dude, you can do it. And you're just, like, so genuine. Yeah. Now it's like I've got I'm getting the most leads I've ever gotten mm-hmm. before, yep. but I don't I didn't even expect it. I don't even care if they sign up, but it's right. like that's it. Um, I just feel like more content and happier, and the revenue is gonna come, and that's what I've realized. Like I'm not right. going broke, like it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just I mean, kind of answer your question of like how it switches, how it switches. I don't even think there's like a any yeah. way to do it. You just have to. I think it's yeah. a learning lesson. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. like you can go, spend yeah. all this time being bitter about how people aren't going to pay you for your time or how you just wasted your time. And there's still moments where we definitely are like, oh my God, this person is a leech. And yeah. like they just, even though they've said no about even wanting to hop on a call, it's like, they continue to ask and ask. And at some mm-hmm. point, I think there is a boundary there. Yeah, There's a boundary where you're like, this is not, I've given you a, a, as much right. as I should. Yeah. Um, but past that point, you know, you know that like there's so many people that need help and that if you give help to them, they're going to pass it on to somebody else and then that person might come back to you. And so like, I always just believe like doing it without expectation, it's always going to come back. Mm-hmm. Whether it's from that person financially or in mm-hmm. a good deed, like it'll always come back. Yeah. yeah. And I actually had an experience about that last year. I don't think I told you. I met this girl at the Arnold though. Maybe I did, but um, mm-hmm. I was just really nice to her. I just told her. Oh, I helped at, her out a actually, little bit. Actually, yeah, you yeah. tell me about her. Yeah. I get back, I think it was like a month or two months mm-hmm. later. She's like, hey, I have somebody who wants to buy uh, like six months up front or something oh, like that. Wow. Yeah. She wasn't even signed with me. And yeah. like, yeah, and I got a client. Awesome. I was like, Heck yeah, yeah. Like, this yeah. is sweet. I yeah. just got to pay them full, but this yeah. is awesome. Right, right. Um, and it was just because, yeah, it was just, like, super nice. And then I've, now I'm getting a bunch of, like, yeah, referrals going this year from people. One guy's not even in my program anymore. He just referred it. Yes, so, that's huge. And he's going to come back in the future. But, it, yeah, it's – yeah, it should be genuine. I don't know. Yeah. It, just, it will happen. Like, you, you will get the growth back. Yeah. Yes. You have to be authentic in, in mm-hmm. your intentions. And I think when you are going towards a certain revenue target all the time, you lose sight of what – it is you even created this for. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to us. It was like, exactly. higher yep. month, higher month, higher month. Yep. And it's like more money, more money. And I'm like, fuck, what are we even doing? Yeah, and yeah. why do we need all this money? And what is our yeah. purpose? I, I, don't, I don't think, because right now, especially like we're all kind of in the business world and yeah. the whole thing is like, this is how you make 10K a month. Yes. Right? And it's like, I don't, I, I don't think people understand, dude, 10K a month is a fuck ton of money. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, and it's hard to get yeah. there if you're organic. Like, yes. It's hard. And there's, like, levels to also learn how to manage that much money. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've never, before last year, I never hit 10K a month in my life. Never got close to it. The most I ever made was, like, right at, like, three or $4,000 yep. in a month. Yep. So when I hit 10000 I was like, what do I do with yeah. this? Yeah. And then I said I invested in my business. Horrible investment, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but it's like, yeah, I think that I, that's was another learning lesson. Is, lesson is just that I didn't even know how to manage that much money. Yeah. So I believe there's also like levels too when you start making more money of how to even like keep that money and like yep. still grow on top of it because they can go really fast. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we found it was just investing it. It's like the more money you have, the more you spend, and mm-hmm. and a lot of people we'll say like continue to save your money, save it. But like we invest most of it right back into the business, whether it's in the business or into ourselves. And then obviously yep. now we, we travel a lot. Um, yeah. So that's another piece, but I, I see uh, that's, that's another 
Did you want to ask anything about this topic? No, I think I'm good. Okay. I wanted to ask about y'all's traveling experience because <laughs> that shit's sick. We yeah. travel going yeah. everywhere. Oh, my God. It's awesome. It's, uh, God, yeah, yeah, no, like, we, like, January was, like, a really high spend month. But, like, granted, we are, like, in January, there was also, like, our team. And then we were paying almost, like, 10 grand into a mentor. And then we're also writing a book. And that's. Big I'm investment. Writing a book? Yeah, we're yeah. writing a book right now. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll. No, we'll, we'll no, table no, that I, I see no way. Can't wait to release this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. We're gonna talk about that later. We'll, we'll okay. table that for right now. Yeah. But like, yeah. So with our travel, like, because we yeah we look at our expenses and we're like, holy. Fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> like, we're like, we're like, like okay, sickening. like we're making good money. You know, granted, we like we pay our team. We have all this profit, and then half of it, like if not more than half of it, goes on like <laughs> travel, travel, like yeah. just regular, like our regular living expenses, like our very normal for two yeah. normal human yeah. beings. Like, we are yeah. not very, uh, as I say that, I just got my lips done, but um, we're not, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not very, we're yeah. not very, like I wouldn't go and get like a Louis Vuitton bag, even though yeah. I easily could. I wouldn't go get all this stuff because I don't really care about it. But like, sometimes we're like, where's our money going? And we think we're spending it recklessly, but like, we're just traveling a lot. Right. And yeah. so if there's anywhere for it to go, I'm so glad it's going there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. of yeah. course. Experiences. I mean, totally. you don't want to look, you don't want to probably be like 80, have like, a bunch of money stacked in the bank and been like I should have just spent some more money and we think about that we think about that all the time it's like okay like we have we have like funds where we could like start making Mm -hmm. investments and we like we have more money that's sitting there than like if so like someone who knows anything about investing in finance would be like you guys are fucking like why are you not investing it yeah Yeah. why aren't you investing your money but it's like like we have time like we're going to that's Mm -hmm. something we're going to do this year but like when we think when I think long term when I think like everyone's like oh you gotta you know start creating all this wealth and I know like how much like I'll probably need at some point uh-huh. to like be, be satisfied. And it's like, yeah. even if I do, like I'm in my seventies and I have eight mm-hmm. figures invested, like for what, for what? Yeah. For my like, legacy? I'm going to die. About the same thing I'm going to die and it's not going to mean anything. If you, uh, you guys have probably maybe heard Alex Ramosi say this, but he's like, I'm going to like make all this fucking money. As soon as I die, it's all going to charity. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not so giving like, it to I'm my gonna, kids. Like pour, eight, <laughs> pour like fucking couple billion dollars into my, yeah. 19 he, year old son no. like, yeah. preaches he's like he he's like um when i die like people are always saying alex why do you spend so much money eating out every day and doing right. all he's like okay if i die with five billion less i still have 10 billion like yeah. right yes. <laughs> he's like it was just more convenient i enjoyed life more and right. i think a lot of people they just don't they can't fathom that much money right. like, they yeah. don't understand so they think because you got it it's like not you guys will never be able to create it again but right. what i've learned too is like as you make more money, you learn how to. It's like, you know how to do that forever. Yeah. Right. For the rest Forever. Exactly. It Crazy. also goes back to like, I'm very much so about like having an abundant mindset. So mm-hmm. if you're constantly like scared about money or it's like, you don't mm-hmm. know where it's coming from, like n- be open to the fact that if you've created it, you can create it again and again. Yeah. And like the more I do find, I feel like obviously if you're spending recklessly, you're an idiot, but like you can spend... <laughs> Yeah, there's, yeah, like there's a balance to be had there. But like if you're if you're sacrificing the quality of your life and you're not going to get your Starbucks in the morning because you're trying to save every single penny, mm-hmm. you could die tomorrow. Death does not yep. discriminate. Yeah. So mm-hmm. why are you saving every yeah. penny? So that's kind of where we're at. Like we do spend a lot of money on travel and we travel a lot, but I would not have it any other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, and with our travel, like, dude, we are it's it's like a minimum. Like we we gotten here into March and we're like thank God like no travel nothing mm-hmm. and then I completely forgot like we're going to see our mentor next week in New York City <laughs> and I'm like fuck like and then we had to like book Poor flights honey. but but we, uh, it's nice like yeah, we we fly so much last year 
uh, with Southwest, you can get a companion pass. So like she flew free with me all the That's time. That's what TJ has. Yeah. yeah. Best thing ever. Um, and, and like when we do travel, like we don't, like we have the funds to be like bougie, but like we don't. Yeah. Really like care about that. I'm going to go get a, just a normal Airbnb. We're going to split it with a couple of buddies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fly fucking Southwest Airlines anywhere around. Yeah. I don't need no to be first, first class. class. Like, I got yeah. yeah. my A-list. We got a companion pass. Like I'm good. But like yeah, we're very fortunate enough to travel like April, we're going to be, or, so we're going to New York City, 22nd of March. We're going to Phoenix for a week um, for our mentor's event, plus to see him again. And then we're going, coming back from Phoenix, we are going to San Diego, San Diego for, for our team, team retreat. retreat. And then we're immediately getting back. Next day, we're going to St. Barth's um, with Allie, where she's from in fucking... France? It's, it's an island of France. An yeah. island of France. But it was like crazy deal because her whole Holy family. shit. Her whole That's family. She grew up there. Her whole family's there. The villa we're getting typically rents for like like a couple thousand a night. And More we're getting that, it for like the week for a thousand dollars flat. Yeah. So it's like. It's great. And then. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. like we're getting a crazy deal to go out there. So it's like why not? But like that's how crazy things are. And then fucking. It doesn't slow down. For May. Me. I got to go back to Chicago for Mother's Day to see my family. Yeah. And then we got to go. You're going to um, I'm going. I'm going on a, to see like my college buddies. We're going to like hike the Grand Canyon. Oh, like dude, yeah. all 24 cool. miles of it. And then we're going to spend a day in Vegas. And we're coming back. And then. It just goes. Um, on. It just doesn't oh stop. So it's gosh. like there's always shit going on, but that also like gives us like anxiety around having to always work. Yeah, you know, we're gone for four days, trying to fit in sales calls. You wake up, you fucking missed one. You're like, oh, Fuck. it's the worst. Like, there's just so much shit that happens. That's yeah. that's kind of what I want. Yeah. Like, how did y'all? Because I don't travel that much. Yeah, I'll yeah. Be honest, yeah we I don't. don't. <laughs> so how do y'all manage that business? That goes on- back to like. <clears throat> Truthfully, like the work hard, play hard. Like there's sacrifice yeah. of sleep. Uh-huh. There's sacrifice mm-hmm. of my mood because I'm I'm annoyed they're gonna take a sales call while I'm with friends. Like yeah. mm-hmm. there's times where I gotta step away from family mm-hmm. or from friends, but now they know that. Like yeah. my family knows when I'm there. Like I'm not taking a day off of work. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna work early. So typically, what we how we manage that is we wake up around like usually lately it's been closer to like six, but we'll wake up still early when we are traveling mm-hmm. and we work for like a couple hours and hopefully that gives us time to go explore and yeah. do things. Yeah. But sometimes like, you know, we'll have to step away midday to take a call or like we'll, we've taken mm-hmm. the most, we've taken calls in the most random places, yeah. like not just airports, yeah, but yeah. like little counties oh, yeah. somewhere. Like, right. I've made a sales call in HEB and yeah. sold them. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> sometimes the shop. new environment actually <laughs> yeah. helps a it little bit. Like a challenge. We're like, no, it was like, we were like, like where can we sell them? Yeah. Like the yeah. weirdest spot. <laughs> like we just made so, the beach. We'll be like, yeah. just like weird spots. Yeah. Walmart, yes. like, oh my God. And it's almost, I think about that too. And when I've been in like one of the most like randomest scene, like just different place than like sitting right here, taking a sales call. It's sometimes like the most flowy mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I am. Totally. Like I feel so relaxed. I'm asking like incredible questions. I didn't yeah. know I had in the back of my head. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's Everything's like, just boom, boom, boom. It's funny. Yeah. We went to um, Tulum in December. We had no intention of going to Tulum. We were actually tired of travel, and we knew we were going to go back to Chicago about a week after that for yeah. Christmas for, like, over a week. And um, But we had had, like he said, stale months, October, November. Like, financing options were weird. All this stuff happened. And we were in our heads, and we were so stressed talking about, like, are we doing things correctly? Are we going backwards? Like, just constant conversation. And um, we're like, screw this. We're stressed about money. We're not even enjoying our time. Let's go book a random trip because we need it for our mental health at this point. Mm -hmm. So um, booked a trip, 
for Tulum, which is actually very cheap, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah, that's so, what so I heard. Yeah, yeah, it was very cheap. Yeah. Um, so we booked it and we flew out like three days later after we decided we wanted to go. Yeah. And we oh. just went out on a limb and we ended up pulling in like the a ton of money and calls when we were in Tulum. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we yeah. weren't even trying. We weren't even yeah. trying. People reaching out like, hey, um, I, I kind of want to sign up now. We're like, hey, I'm good to go now. Or just new calls being booked. So Wi-Fi was crap and we had to take a lot of sales calls there, but it was like such a high, we ended up in December having a very high month organically um, and we were in Tulum to wrap it up. So it's like sometimes just like stop stressing, stop being in the scarcity mindset, go live life and like give back to your people and it will come your way. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, No, it's fun. I love, like it's always fun to just take sales calls in those freeing spots. Cause when you sell them too, you get that feeling of like, I just made, this much money. And I'm yeah. here. I'm like chilling. <laughs> yeah, I'm like just wherever. walking around. Yeah. I just bought my meat from H-E-B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for buying my groceries. Yeah, yeah, literally. Literally. Like, oh, that's amazing. It's like, it is a yeah. really good feeling. It, it is. Just, yes. like, you just have such a great conversation. Yeah, but. and it just kind of reminds you you can impact anybody from anybody. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere. Yes. Like, yes, it benefits you that you just closed the sale, yeah. but now you like are on the trajectory mm-hmm. to change this person's life and you just did it in H-E-B. Like, yeah, literally. So it's, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. And no, right. I think the, the scarcity mindset does... It, it comes in waves. It, it, does, it does happen. And I think it's super. And what I keep telling myself is if you can make $1 or one sale, you can make 100000 or you can oh, make yeah. a million. Totally. Like if Easily. You just got to find them. That's it. And yep. eventually yeah. just, just keep on putting the work. And I think that's why a lot of people give up on businesses and stuff is because they just aren't willing to work if they know they're mm-hmm. not, they don't know if they're going to get paid or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. Yeah. There's not a, there isn't. I believe if you keep working really hard, like there is a definite yes. Like as long as you don't give up and you keep putting in work, mm-hmm. I think there's a definite yes that you can succeed. Yeah. But I think a lot of people can't see that and they understand exactly. the work that goes into it without a whole lot of payoff. And so mm-hmm. then they yep. fall back to, let me exactly. go back to a corporate job. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why, that's what I talk about a lot. I'm like, cause I have a lot of people in my community that ask about like, yo dude, I want to start this business. They like want to yep. get my like opinion on it. I'm like, dude, I don't, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like just start it yeah, yeah. and they're like well just i don't start. know if it's gonna work and i'm like i think it's too saturated i'm like no how yeah. many people are in the world there's eight billion yeah i'm like go look at the market cap it could be 100 million 300 million i'm like are you making that much yeah like yeah. no then obviously it's not saturated yeah because you right. put the market the best go tell yeah. somebody you're an online coach in the world and they're gonna be like online coach yeah yeah it's not like, oversaturated yeah. And when, <laughs> when i like sometimes get like just kind of scarcity mindset i just go look at my window and i see all the cars and i drive like same look at yes. Houston, i'm like we go up top i'm like i just need yeah. like 40 of these people yeah, when <laughs> yeah. You, dude when you think about scarcity minds so we uh i don't know so you guys know V-Shred. Yeah. yeah. Heard of V-Shred? Oh God, yeah. Yeah. V-Shred last year made $450 million. <laughs> what the? And Are you kidding me? It's been around yeah, for a they, decade. They, so when yeah, you think yeah. like scarcity, like, oh my God, like just think about how much more potential, like, and that guy's, like, he's got good offers, great ads, yeah. but like, not the best business, yeah. not the no. best yeah. product in the world. So it's like, no more, it's no that's what we personal. talk about all the time. It's like, he's just been around forever. He's just been around yeah. longer yeah. and it. he's backed by a venture capitalist firm, which had just fuel injected ads of like hundreds of millions of dollars. And he's just able to fucking pump like a motherfucker more than he can just outspend the whole market. And like, he just crazy. got into it before online coaching became a totally. big thing. Yeah. But yeah. The, he's a good looking dude and he yeah. attracts a lot of women that are vulnerable. I didn't even know the company was four people. He kind of runs the face of it, and there's three other guys in the background, and then they're backed by a venture capital firm. Holy, that's right. it? Yeah. That's huge, yeah. So it's like if you can prove wow. to, like, 
mm-hmm. eventually, like if you wanted to sell your business to like a firm like that, like, and you can prove that your product is great. And then you could also pitch a case study like, Hey, this guy's doing this. We got these ideas and all this product. We just need the investment. Like, you could probably fucking do yeah. crazy, That's crazy. Yeah, numbers. you totally yeah. can. And what's yeah. also cool too is, especially for anybody like that wants to grow like a personal business, like one-on-one coaching or something. Today with social media, a lot of people are like fake now or like V-shred. It's just people yeah. are like, it's not one-on-one. It's really not right. like personal anymore. So if you have any type of business that's like super personal now, people will love that. Oh, yeah. Yes. They love it. Have, Huge. Mm-hmm. And so like that, you can make a lot of money. Oh, and yeah, that's what's going to also be like, you're not competing against V-Shred because it's just totally different people. Yeah, yeah. People, completely people different. Are, I had a guy leave V-Shred, sign with I me, remember that. And he's like, dude, this is already better than V-Shred. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Because yeah. it's more personalized yeah. and customized. Yeah. Like, I feel like I got to actually talk to you and everything like that. So yes, yeah. it's like, yeah, no, it's crazy. So much money in the fitness industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is. It's so much untapped. Yeah. yeah. So much untapped. And it's, it's, it's cool because to go on the saturation thing, people are scared to talk to other people in their space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Y'all do so much more than me and Ian, but like y'all aren't afraid to give like y'all secrets or whatnot. Right. Because yeah. we target it's another compl- scarcity mindset. Yeah. yeah. Why we would I? Different people. Like, like we have yeah. completely different yeah demographics that like engage with our shit. That yeah. like yeah that's I I mean early on like that was like something I always thought about too is like oh, if, they're, if they're doing well that's like gonna affect me or yeah. like yeah like, yeah the, you I know, thought me, I like in me collaborating with you that's uh-huh. just not gonna work uh-huh. like so but dumb. then you think about it, it's like that is the stupidest shit because like the people that now like after having you know run my business for a couple of years now like you see the caliber of people that come through and it's like okay that makes sense you're coming to me because yeah we just mesh well yeah mm-hmm. like that's all yeah. it is yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I mean, we all attract different demographics. Right. Yeah. They buy There's into the literally, person. like, exactly. Dom, for example, he talked to me and then talked to you, signed up with you because, yeah. you, <laughs> because <laughs> you can prep them and I can't. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It's the whole point. Like, yeah, with strengths and weaknesses and that we can do mm. and everything. I've never done like, a bodybuilding show he has. He can prep and it's like, right. obviously choose him. Don't choose me. Right. 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 Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's like most of the time it makes sense. So yeah. like, just, just be who you are, be authentic. You're going to yep. draw the right people in and you're going to enjoy what you do so much more mm-hmm. rather than chasing the income and like 100%. just getting anybody through and the door. You don't need that many clients to make a, you don't. a good business. No, run. you don't. don't. You don't like at we all. Were, that was another thing. We were almost like mm-hmm. the end of last year. And like we, you know, you, you get, you get in these swings where like shit's fucking super annoying you, yeah. you realize, like, for us, like, full transparency, like, we pay our team. When we pay our whole team, like, our coaches, everybody, it's, like, close between, like, twenty four to, like, $29,000 a month. So, it's, like, mm-hmm. every month we send out a bill yeah. that's, like, that much. So, it's, like, yeah. and most of our payments we accept are paid in fulls. And it's, like, okay, then I got to, like, fuck, I got to, you know, come up with thirty k, and then, like, that's, like, my base. And then yeah. I got to get everything. So, then, then that's what we can take home. It's a different game. And then, like, yeah. you know, we'll get in swells where it's like, fuck, what if we just, like, put the whole business to a side? We coached ourselves. We sold super high ticket. We have a wait list. We just list. made, created a wait list. Even if we just, like, pulled, like, 50K a month, that'd be fucking all we would ever need. And, like, and things would be stress. chill. Yeah. But then it's like, wait, okay, less stress, less people. And I'm coaching 65 people again. And we, and, and like, we just scaled. We took, we spent so much time mm-hmm. to scale. And right. now we're going to not scaling. But it, it goes back to, like, what do you want? And, you know, we get caught up in the nuances of how hard running a business 
managing people yeah. is oh hard. Yeah. I'm in the so very, hard. I'm like step point yeah, two. Yeah, you guys obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're like, y'all are like step like a lot. We're, me and Ian are like maybe step one now. But you understand like yeah. not just like you got to feed yourselves and right. that is yeah. difficult and you have to deliver to your clients mm-hmm. and your question, right. are, are you good yeah. enough and can I scale this thing? So there's a lot of pressure more than anything and that's what makes right. it really difficult and a lot of responsibility. But as you grow and as you have to feed other people's mouths and yeah. they rely on That's, you, yeah. right. that is what has caused me more stress than I could have imagined. Um, yeah. And when you're an empathetic person, you care for people. And that's 100%. Yeah. Most of the yeah. Yeah. Well, when you own a business, majority of people are. Right. Yeah. And that was something right. that, man, it caused me a lot of stress last year, bro. With my, when I had my assistant, I'm like, fuck, you're like. I got, she has a family. She right. has a family. Yeah. I have kids. Yeah. Oh. I, I got to make some fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, yeah, I got to feed her kids. Yeah. It's yeah. scary. Sales calls, you can't just like hit a minimum. You're like, I really got to. Right. Yeah. Like I'm, and I'm not just closing the sale to help this person. I'm also feeding 11 other yeah. people's mouths from this sale. Right. Like, right. So it's, it's a lot of like stress. And so we go in phases and not to mention, you think it's all fine and dandy when you hire people, but you're also going to have to fire people. Exactly. So that mm-hmm. part is like, a whole n- other thing that Shit we've sucks. gone yeah. through. It sucks. You yeah, guys have experienced yeah. it. I, I was sucks. a director of the kitchen at Chick Fil A, so I've, oh, you've I've had, had to, I actually you've had, literally had to fire. People I've like had to. Uh, so we would have uh, like like trainers, and then we'd have like shift leaders, and then team leaders, and then I was the director, so I managed everybody. So the team leaders were like the head managers if I weren't there, and they would run the shifts. I've had to demote team leaders to a team member again, and mm. they still worked, and I had to like. Oh, oh, that's hard. That's God. weird. That's hard, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I've had a that's incredibly with them. If awkward. they talked bad, I'd fire them immediately. And like, mm-hmm. um, it was like, it was actually as I came into the role too, because I was a front of house employee. So I didn't know anything about back of house, but um, I've always had like, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I've always had like decent leadership with, right. uh, like the owners always liked me and I've always like led shifts really good. So he was like, their old um, back house director was like trash. Apparently, I didn't really know much, but he just wasn't good. So they fired him. They said, Ian, I need you. And I'm like, I know nothing about the kitchen. Right. So I got put in this position and had to like fix the culture, had to get trained on how to do everything in the kitchen while going to my teammates and like writing contracts. Like, hey, we got to create a better culture. I have to demote you. I have to do that. That it's was a lot. Goddamn. Oh a lot my of pressure, gosh. A lot I of was, stress. It's intense. Everyone looked at me like first shift. I'm like, wow, I'm like the only director. And usually they have like two to three directors. And I had to yeah. run everything because they didn't want to hire another oh director. Oh my so, God. 28. Um, yeah. Um, but um, the call that I have is like lighting out a fire. So of yeah. like somebody who's not happy mm-hmm. and it goes on the coach and then it goes on us. And so it's like, that is something that you have to think about as you grow. Do you want to deal with that stress? Truthfully, mm-hmm. more money, more problems. Like mm-hmm. it really is the case. Right. Mm-hmm. And the problems cause a lot of stress. And sometimes we doubt that. Like, do we even want this kind of stress? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause right. it's like, you'll be going to bed at like 11 or 12 in the morning, like in the morning. And then you're like, I have to wait. Like I haven't made the money today and I have to yeah. wait. Yep. Like, should I even go to bed? Should I work till four in the morning? Yeah. Right. I do, I, do I grind harder? Yeah. There's always and, those doubts. Um, yeah. So it definitely, yeah, that's like, the stress can be super overwhelming and it's like, you'll finish a day and you may have done a crap ton of work, but maybe you didn't bring in revenue or you're still like stressing about money or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, should I do more? Do I even deserve right. to sleep? Like, yeah. do I, like yeah. should I, yeah. I probably should do more. And yeah. so that, that's like the hardest part for sure. Yeah. And I can um, tell you too, like to piggyback off of that, we reached this point when we had moved to Chicago and now I'm living in a place that I thought I'd, I had dreamed about. Like we had a gorgeous apartment. I was like, I have the place. 
I have the partner, I have the friends, I have the money, I have my health. What the hell else do yeah. I need? Uh-huh. And and so I had reached this like pinnacle of what I thought I was ever going to need to be happy. And I actually was, was miserable at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this wasn't what was going to fulfill yeah. me. I just reached this at 23 years old. And I'm not happy at all. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell is past this? Like, what do I have left in my that's, life? Yeah. That, that's the next thing I wanted to dive into was, because yeah. me and Ian talk about this almost like every week is just like purpose. Um, and yeah. I love to get everyone's different perspective Opinions on it. On it. Yeah. Um, because it was the same thing with both of us. I mean, I don't know if I can speak for Ian on this, but I mean, it's we, pretty we much the same. started like, coaching, my first month of coaching, I hit 5K. Next month, I hit 7. And then like going into, I hit 10K. Yeah. Like yeah. three months, like actually, I was like, this wow, easy money. Yeah, yeah. Boom, and we boom, boom. and we thought yeah. it was like because we got sold on the like you know 10k month, you're good, and it's yeah. like that's what's going to give us happiness. But then yeah. like you know then like, like 20k, we're exactly. Like, oh, then and it's like it just felt like such a chase. It's just yeah. chase, yeah. The chase. chase. And then like I remember January and like February, dude. I was just like, I hated life. I just, yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't even want to wake yeah. up. I would wake yeah. up like nine, ten. Yeah, yeah. Like, getting out of bed. I'm like, whatever. Like this is. I don't even know what I'm doing. I hate filming yeah. content. I hate doing everything. Like yeah. And then I just felt like it was a chore, and I'm like. I just moved out to Texas. I'm yeah. the most money I've ever made in my life. Yep. And I'm doing this social media thing. And people are looking at me like, dude, you live the life. You're doing right. social media. Yeah. You work remote. You're an online coach. And I'm like, we're over here like, fuck, dude. Like, sucks. this shit sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, man, I had yeah. everything I wanted. The friends, the car, yeah. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, new environment, the best fucking alpha land yep. yeah. and like all the best shit and i'm like oh wait the shit sucks yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Dude, like, literally. I, I, and it was terrible for yeah. a couple months yeah. i just wanted to get your what is purpose your, yeah well, yeah yeah i think um that'll continue to obviously evolve over time but yeah. i think i've had a point where it was just service based like i want to give to people and through what i learn i want to give back and like mm-hmm. change lives in the way that i've changed my own life right mm-hmm. um whether that's through like fitness coaching or hormone health or whatever that we do now And then it was like all service-based and I wasn't fulfilling my own needs or like, you know, even with travel, it was still so much work. And so I wasn't fulfilled. So that wasn't, didn't feel like it was my purpose. Mm -hmm. So now it's like an equal give and take. I think of, I'm not happy if I just travel by the way, either. Like I need to give and I need to work. I love working. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like my purpose in life is to experience, right? Like to experience Mm -hmm. as much as I can in order to experience, I need to have money to experience. And I also to add to that experience, I want to give back to others and serve. So it's like the give and take of like, I'm going to serve and do what I really love and preach Mm -hmm. about what I really love, but I'm also going to make a profit from that, which is amazing. And I'm going to use that profit to go experience life more. But Um, it's also so you can keep giving though. I don't think people think of taking money. It's like, no, in order for me to like keep giving to you guys and help people, you have a strong skill set, like absolutely coaching people with hormone issues and yeah. just all of that. Yeah. Um, and where if you keep doing that, you have to make money. I need, right. and I need people. You can't go people. work at Walmart and give everything for free. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, I, and I need people to like refer me or people yeah. like, I'm really grateful and excited. I'm going to yeah. be speaking on a stage on Saturday about like women's no hormone way. health. That's yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I'm super excited. Um, so it's like, but I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't have eyeballs and, and exactly. um, you know, a community on social media mm-hmm. and the clientele that we do. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you absolutely yeah. need money to yeah. be able to give Keep more. Giving, yeah. And right. yeah. and it hopefully you continue to, the more that you give, the more that you get and vice versa. So I don't think we even asked Mason that. What, yeah, what, what is, is purpose yeah. for you? Like, what, what's your definition? You nailed it's, it, though. That was perfect. Yeah. Thank like, you. The, whole, the whole giving thing, I don't think people realize, like, yeah. how important yeah. that oh is. Oh, my God, it's everything. Yeah. I mean, mine would be very in line with what Audrey said too, where 
like we value, and I, and I think I might have mentioned this to you guys too. The reason why we work so well and like everything mm-hmm. is so congruent with what we do is because we truly see like eye to eye on everything. Yeah, in we our talked lives. about that a little bit. Last we did. You were like, yeah. it's just like every little thing. It's like you see that. It's right. like yes. insane. You're like, yeah, we do see that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's like it's so easy. Like it, we could be middle slammed with work. Like this could be like next week. Let's say like we have no travel that I we mentioned earlier. And we're like, we're really slammed, we're really bogged down, and we're kind of fucking getting annoyed. I could be like, hey, let's book a trip. And she's like, yeah, let's just do it. Like, like yeah. there's never, like, yeah. whenever we make decisions, there's not much Decision, resistance yeah. or much things where we butt heads on. So in the same line with that, I enjoy experiences. I enjoy traveling. I enjoy, like, going out and doing new things, things that, like, I will actually, like, feel, like, and I'll remember and I'll feel good about doing, whether mm-hmm. that's going and seeing a new place, traveling mm-hmm. to a new location, whatever that may be. Plus, with what Audrey said, I feel like even though when we do travel, we have fun. Like, we'll go even be gone for three days. And, like, mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, I'm there. But, like, I'm, like, did I, did I get my content posted? Did mm-hmm. I get, was I active enough today? Is my VA doing his shit? Is our yeah. team okay? Mm-hmm. Or like, there's stuff that you're always going to think about. So, yeah. it's still being able to work, give back, and fulfill the need of, like, that I'm doing something that's giving back to the world, in a sense, with our mm-hmm. business. And whether that's just content and stuff. Because we've also had conversations, like, even if we had all the money in the world, like, and we were perfectly fine, like, didn't need to make another dollar, didn't need to close another sale, whatever that looked like, we were like, we still need to do something. We need to, yeah, yeah, like, I would still be working for free. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would work for free. Yeah. 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 Um, And that's, because that's, I mean, that's a ties into, like, depression, anxiety, where people, I mean, anybody who's battling with it, just ask them what they do. A lot of times they don't do anything, they sit alone and everything like that. Right. Tell them to go, like, feed a homeless person or just, like, oh, go yes. to yeah. do a community event and give back to somebody. And then let me know if you actually still feel depressed or anxious because right. I, I just believe depression and anxiety come from loneliness and lacking of, purpose. you feel like, you, yeah, perfect. Like, you don't mm-hmm. feel like you belong in this world or bring any value to the world. So, you're right. like, why am I even alive? Yep. Yep. So, if you get a skill that you're really good at, I'm a master mm-hmm. in it and give back to people, yeah. it's going to be very hard for you to constantly be depressed. Oh, yeah. It comes away. 100%. It is. That's, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's yeah. just lack of purpose for yeah. sure. Yeah. And that's such a good question to ask is if you had all the money in the world, what would you do for free? And most of the time it's giving back something and it's like, yeah. okay, that's what you should do. Totally. Then, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what you yeah. should do. Exactly. That, that's your and that's purpose. how you'll yeah, make like all the money in the and world. That, and exactly. Yeah. Because you're never going to give up on it. No. Because that's so what, what you want to do. So what would you do if you had all the money in the world, both of you guys? What would you, you do? For me, it's... It pretty much exactly what I'm doing right now. Just yeah. coaching fitness. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the thing is, is honestly, my dude, the value you give for free, that's a lot. Like he, I mean, you have a yeah. I mean, like, I'm I'm a lot more than like just like fitness. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think obviously, we all are. I'd hope. Yeah. So. yeah. Um. And I, yeah, I picked up on that from your page a lot too. Like you, you cater more of like a like a, I, it's, a whole it's life like, purpose kind of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Like, yeah. Um, I like I, I always had a dad growing up, but he didn't teach me the things I needed to know. Yeah. Um, so it's like, what if I was like that guy? Because I know right. people are in that situation too. Oh yeah. And also like even even my big brother, like I love him to death, but like he didn't show me some things I wanted to see. Yeah. In a right. way. Right. And now I see like these 17, 18, 19 year olds like ask me, like, hey man, like I'm going through this. And I'm like, dude, I went through that. Yeah. Don't do this because this is what I did and I fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so literally. So it's it's really like that relatability and right. um, 
it's it's just it's amazing to me and that's like truly what i would what you would yeah. do yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. what i'm doing that's a great, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a great answer yeah. hell yeah. 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 yeah yeah no for sure and i so this is where i've kind of like going this year i've kind of like rebranded a little bit i was always like trying to find my ideal client and everything yeah. and yep. i like sat down at the end of the year even just i was sort of read, reading mm-hmm. that funnel book and we kind of both changed at past, the exact, like, at the exact time. we were like Dude, dude, this yeah. is what my brand, and you were like, yeah. dude, this is what my oh, brand represents. Cool. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what is my ideal client? I literally had, it mm-hmm. took me months, honestly. It does. Yeah. It, it takes hard. Actually, all refining. of last year, honestly. Yeah. It took mm-hmm. me all of last year. Yep. And so I sat down, I was like, you know what? What have I done? And I figured out what I did in my life and also my mm-hmm. struggles and how did I overcome them. And so something I really, really love is, so I did a bodybuilding show. I did two bodybuilding shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and like growing up, I was always a skinny kid, super unconfident, didn't think I could do much. I remember I talked about a bodybuilding show before COVID. People laughed at me and I was like, yeah, yeah you're right. I can't do it. Um, so I was very like doubtful of what I could actually accomplish. And I never took that leap. And so when I did it, I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do uh, social media. And I'm going to do bodybuilding. Yeah. Got laughed at. I worked at Chick-fil-A, did my whole bodybuilding prep work in there, yep. was a director. And a week before my uh, first show, I said, I, I quit. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make social media work. I actually had no income from it. Didn't even post about coaching yet. I said, I got three months to live. I'm going to yeah. be back with my parents. That's it. So I was like, yeah. I'm just tired of living that, like, that life where it's like always wishing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I finally did it. And then I achieved something I never thought I could ever achieve. And that right. was, I did my bodybuilding shows, best feeling in the world. And then I did my coaching and it started compounding. Um, and so I was then able to, cause that, that's got me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to teach people how to like accomplish one thing in their life. They never thought they could do bodybuilding show, powerlifting me, whatever it is. Super I'm not right. a powerlifter, but right. I'm like, just do it. Like, this is how you're going to get there. Um, and I helped somebody else do that for free last year. I prepped mm-hmm. him for 10 months. He's a father, has two children, two jobs, Damn. great awesome. husband, yeah. really great guy. And after my show, he came up to me. He's like, dude, like I want to do it. And I'm like, Bro, that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole life. Yeah, just forewarning <laughs> like, you. I'm like, I know your diet. I'm like, I know what you do. I'm like, this isn't like something you just do to look cool. Right. Wait, like, right. Steven went up to you after your show? Yeah. Because I sat oh. down. I went to his house for like three hours and I actually sat down. I Did he go to, to your him. show? No, not my show. Oh, okay. I worked at Christie's with him. He was an in-person Oh, trainer. gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. He saw me do it and he yeah. got inspired. And I said, why don't we sit down and talk about this? Yeah. Because he reached out to me about it. Yeah. yeah. I sat down for like three hours and I even was sat down with his wife. I said... He does this. I'm like, this is like, this is gonna affect you guys. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm like, this is gonna affect everything. It's yeah. His relationship with kids, everything. I'm like, it's gonna be the hardest thing he does. And I'm like, co- I'm like, Stephen, I'll coach you, but you have to commit to it. Right. I'm like, but this is no doubt. I know you're an athlete, whatever. I'm like, I don't care what you say. I've right. never been through anything harder than that, mentally, right. physically, emotionally. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. So I coached him throughout the whole process. And then um, I, like, filmed it and everything. And at oh, the end, so like, cool. he almost cried. And he was just, like, when he got off stage, he's, like, I just never thought I could actually do this. Right. Mm. And he, like, had, like, looked like, crazy. Like, I mean, he went from straight dad bod. Yeah, it was dad to, like, bod. Like, shredded. Shredded. Like, shredded. Yeah. shredded. Oh, my actually, God. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I pulled him out to show you guys his transformation. But I pulled yeah. him out of his first prep, his first show. I said, dude, we're not, we need more muscle mass. Yeah. Right. And I was like, this just isn't working. So I had to do, like, another whole prep with them. Oh, wow. God damn. Um, because they just didn't have enough muscle yeah. mass. Yeah. Right. Sometimes that happens. They don't. Yep. Um, you don't realize so, it until they get leaner and you're like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm like, we just, I'm like, you won't be happy if you do it right. i'm like i know you can do more and he's like all right let's do it so he kept going so my purpose and what i would keep doing is i've 
brought on a bunch of people this year now, like accomplishing things they never thought they could do. So I have my first female female client. She's gonna be doing a wellness show. Nice, oh, super cool. Um, and she was a postpartum mom. Like, yeah, hormones were jacked. Yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> oh, I can All, so we had to like spend a lot of time um, re- just recovering. She yeah. lost like twenty pounds, but it took her. Six, it took her a little bit. To yeah, giving her a nice yeah. reverse diet. Like, let's yeah. back off food. And she's yeah. like, should I, like my weight hasn't budged in a month or two. I'm like, it's fine. I'm like, yeah. this is normal. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're okay. Uh, now she's like, I'm going to do a show. And then, um, so I'm coaching her. And then I have some other people who are doing some shows. But then some other, like, 15Ks. Or they want right. to do Spartan races. Or they want to do certain things. Yeah. So, yeah. That's like, I just want to really help, cool. help people do one thing that they never thought they could do. Because I never, like, that's something that relates to me. Something yeah. I did yeah. and I did it and I was like, now it's so easy to be healthy. Like yeah. It's so easy to just to like be proactive and you realize how easy life is. Like yeah. I think life is super easy. Yeah. Yep. Um, exactly. And like working and everything, I'm like, it's really not that hard. No, people it's are, not. Yeah. So now people complicated. Like, yeah, people are like, I don't have time. I'm like, yeah. I know. I'm like, just do it. Like there's yeah. really no other answer. Like I you know. just have to do it. Yeah. Like so. you just do it. I think that's my purpose. Yeah. Yes. Just showing people what they're capable of. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and just having somebody to believe them. Yeah, they right. don't yeah. have people. Yeah, you yes. have to show them their potential before they even see it in themselves sometimes. Yeah. That's yep. amazing. Yeah. And I, I believe that with purpose, it comes success basically immediately because I think people tie down with success with like money, materialism, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it's like, dude, so success is an everlasting backwards. thing. And it's like, bro, right when you f- start fulfilling your purpose, like, oh, now I'm successful. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, boom. And then yeah. all the other stuff that comes with it is just a bonus. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's passion. And then it's mm-hmm. coming from your purpose. Like yeah. the passion coming from your purpose will show from the way you talk to people mm-hmm. about it, from who you try and help exactly. in regards to whatever you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And then because of who you're helping from that passion, you're mm-hmm. going to get some sort of reward from yeah. it. And it'll come naturally. Yeah. 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 And one, so. of my, one of my clients, he's 30. He's going back to college. Um, he never graduated. And uh, he's like really overweight and stuff. So obviously getting him looking good. But um, he's like, he was, I, we, our last check-in call last week or yeah. Last week was about success. Like, I feel like a failure, dude. He's mm. like, I don't feel successful. Like, I see other people who are 30. They're successful. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I dropped out of college. Right. I'm yeah. like, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was yeah. working at a fast food restaurant at 24, 25 years old. I'm like, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like, just because you didn't do what the social norm is, I'm like, doesn't mean you're not successful. Yes. Yeah. Like, you've gone through so many experiences. I'm like, now, if anything, you go into college, you know exactly what you want. Yeah. Where other people are going to college and wasting a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. So Straight up. Um, that's like a big thing. And he was like, yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm like, dude. It's a, it's, it's a completely different mindset shift because it's not taught anywhere. Right. It yeah. sucks. Mm-hmm. I wish it was taught. And that's, that's why I like talking about it so much because these kids are like, once I get that degree, then I'll be successful. It's like, no, you'll probably hate your life. Yeah, honestly. don't yeah. wait for exactly. anything for And it's like, for me, yeah. it was like, once I hit that 10K month, I'll be successful. It's like, no, that's no. when depression's going to happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah. literally. You're going to be let down, and then you're going to question everything, exactly. and then you're going to be really depressed. Yeah. And you're going to the one thing that you think matters, but it doesn't. It's like more money, more yeah. money, right. more money. It's like that's More anything. Mm-hmm. More money, yeah. more materialistic things, more mm-hmm. relationships. It, does, it doesn't always. I've found mm-hmm. that like, yeah, I think I think service and then like relationships. Relationships yeah. is yeah. Everything. so important. Yeah. Everything so important. But yeah. I think we should. Audrey, I know how she's going. She has a call. yeah. <laughs> yeah, this Man. was a great great podcast though. Man, I love talking to you guys. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do a part three, Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll absolutely. have to come back. Yeah, yeah. Part three. it was very in flow. I know. I mean, we had a pretty nice little makeshift. I mean, I kind of threw this together. I mean, this is. All no, we this is here, and then we had the chairs. Yeah, this is what we need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is better than our place. When you man. get the wallpaper back up. Don't too. worry, Audrey. Yeah. You'll never. 
come to our place and, hit the, <laughs> yeah. and do a podcast there. I'll clean it up before <laughs> yeah. we do the podcast. No, maybe. no, it's, it's not even little... worth cleaning. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I saw who did we saw Ryan Dangler. I didn't know Ryan Dangler lives in your yeah. apartment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I bumped into him. It was the first time I've seen him since we've we, been back here. We bumped into him right before we came yeah. here. He was oh, really? Like, oh, he's he's like, like, oh, yeah. It's a small world. Yeah, very small world. He's a great guy. Yeah, he is a great dude. But thank you guys for watching. Me and Ian love all you guys so much. We don't care about likes or comments. Just share this with one of your best friends. Mm -hmm. And we will catch you on next week. Yeah. Thanks for having us, guys. Peace, y'all. Thank you. Bye. Bye.